Welcome to Tribe Talk, where we focus on the topics that will help you improve your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. I'm Dr. Elena Villanueva, and helping people improve their mental health is my passion. I'm Ann Hutira, and nutrition is my passion. Together, we invite you to be a part of our tribe and learn how addressing the root causes of your symptoms can bring you improved health and wellness. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the next hour of Tribe Talk. Hi everyone, Dr. V and Anne here. Welcome to this week's episode of Tribe Talk. We have an amazing guest with us today and he is actually um, on the interview with us from Bulgaria. He's actually there right now. Um, he does live in LA as he is a film producer and uh, just an amazing, amazing guy. Stefan, thank you so much for joining us today. We're super excited to interview you. Hi, thank you so much for the invitation. It's my pleasure. So we want to tell you all a little bit. We want to tell you all a little bit about Stefan. He's a lifestyle coach and he's an award-winning filmmaker specializing in highly impactful video content. He's also the director and producer of the Academy Award qualifying short film called Life in Four Seasons. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, through his life, Stefan focused on building healthy habits and adopting a good nutrition and exercise regime. His goal is to inspire more people to change their life and to really help them reach their highest potential both physically and mentally. Uh, Stefan, we're so excited to talk about your film today. Again, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. So I've got a question. When did you decide to make this film and what motivated you? Like what was the whole motivation behind doing this film? Well, first, let me tell you, I've never planned to be a filmmaker or producer or director. Um, I did this short film. I'm from Bulgaria originally, by the way, uh, born and raised in a town called Plovdiv, which is the oldest living town in Europe, older than Athens, older than Rome. And in 2013, I, sh I bought this drone. I wanted to have a drone so much. And I bought this drone to shoot my, uh, my hometown just for like fun literally with my dad. And then we shot it in one winter. And when I saw the footage, it was so beautiful. And I was like, wow, I need to do something with, with the footage I have. So I started like learning how to edit. I started working with a composer who is very popular here in Bulgaria. And we did this short, beautiful kind of love message to like for my hometown film that all of a sudden became viral everywhere in the social media. Uh, and I started getting all these beautiful, nice comments from people saying that, you know, your film, you know, is beautiful and thank you so much for doing it. So that's when I kind of got the idea to make something bigger about the whole country, Bulgaria, because Bulgaria, you know, for whoever doesn't know, it's in Eastern Europe. It's a small country. It hasn't been going through a very good time since the communism fell and then the de democracy came. There's lots of going on. So I felt like we need to make a film to kind of motivate the people to lift their spirits a little bit up because everybody here is kind of down. You don't see many smiles on their face. People are, have no, not many goals. Pretty much they're just living their life uh, every day. And we wanted to create something that kind of can lift their spirit. Uh, that's when, you know, the idea came to, to make the film. Uh, also, in addition to my nostalgia about the country, living in, abroad in the States for the past like 12 years, I wanted to kind of give back to the country. Uh, 
And then also we want to create then not just a story that Bulgarians can relate to, we want to create a story that the whole world can relate to with all these different um, messages, universal messages of the film. So yeah, that's how the whole idea came to, to make this film was in 2014. I shared the idea with my best friend. I was like, I want to make a film about the country that can ultimately inspire the whole world. Uh, do you want to do, do it? And she was like, yes, let's do it. You know, creating a film, um, that's a pretty big endeavor. How did you fund that project? I mean, that's kind of a weird question, but I'm just, yeah. you know, I mean, it's something to ask, right? Because when, when, films are, when films are created from, you know, someone's personal passion and they're not a film producer, like that can be a really big undertaking. Absolutely. And especially in our case, where in the script of the film, we had a gladiators fight, a war scene from the 18th century, uh, like a scene with like hundreds of people, big, big, you know, mass scenes. So we needed, I mean, this is a multi-million dollar production, but we, we were fine to shoot it with a quarter million dollars, let's say. Uh, so we started like raising funds through going through different corporations here in Bulgaria who are hopefully more likely to give us some money. And I went to I went back to Bulgaria in 2015 in the summer. We went we had 10 meetings and we get all no 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 like people were seeing these two kids 25 years old me and my best friend she's a woman like you know trying to make this film and they were kind of they were looking at us like you know who do you think you are you know you're gonna make this huge production and, and with all these you know things so they didn't really trust us they they just that's how Bulgarians are they just are a little cocky as well and we kind of didn't want to give up, you know, I would kind of took a little break, said, okay, what should I do? And I decided to do an Indiegogo film crowdfunding because I knew if I can create a movement and get people's heart, we can make it. And that's when I created my, actually second viral video where I created this beautiful four minute, kind of a trailer uh, to show what the idea is with this little girl that got viral like 1 million views on Facebook. And we raised about $40,000 from 2000 people and that's when I was like, okay, people want to see this film. People need this film. They want to. They, they want us to to do this film. So, it was the first time when I uh, was like, uh, you know, ready to to do it. But again, we had only forty thousand dollars. We needed much more. Um, so, that's when probably the break point for me was the most kind of the hardest decision I had to make. Where okay, what I'm gonna do? I need much more money to, again to shoot like some big scenes, and I have only forty thousand uh, dollars. I didn't want to just hide. Obviously, you know, you can't do that. It's, if people donate it, I didn't want to give the money back and just do nothing. And I decided to put my whole life in in Los Angeles and kind of you know freeze my whole life, put my car, everything on on stop, and just go back to Bulgaria for six months and do whatever I can to shoot this film. And that's uh, yeah, that's when I in the in the in March in 2016, I went there uh, and I start doing the pre-production and start shooting. Stefan, the, the film, it's actually qualified for an Academy Award, Life in Four Seasons. Tell us, uh, what is it about? For people who haven't heard about the film, talk a little bit about what inspired you to make it and, and what is it about? Well, we, we wanted to combine the Bulgarian nature Bulgarian traditions and customs, which are beautiful, Bulgarian uh, parts of Bulgarian history in all in one film, but also at the same time, 
not like we didn't want this to be a documentary film, a promotional clip about Bulgaria, like things that people are not, you know, very interested, like, oh, this place is this, you know, this happened in, on, you know, in this place in this year. So we combine all these different elements, the beautiful nature, beautiful elements from the customs and traditions. And then we wrote a script. It's a, it's a scripted film, live action film, short film. It's about 25 minutes long about a boy who faces a big challenge in the beginning of the film. And he's very, very, very scared. And he closes his eyes and he asks his recently dead grandpa who died a couple of months ago for help. You know, grandpa, what should I do? And that's when we hear the grandpa's voice in his head coming in because they used to have a very strong connections when he, the grandpa was telling him all these amazing stories from the past in Bulgaria. And what happens, the whole film technically is about the kid going through all these stories from the past where he meets all these heroes and in the, every scene he learns a lesson, a life lesson that is very important, that's very relevant to all of us right now as well. Uh, and then obviously he comes back into the reality after, this is after this dream sequence. And I won't tell you what happens after, it's a beautiful motivational, inspirational ending. But yes, it's a, it's a story about a young boy who faces a challenge, he's a, facing a life death situation and thanks to his grandpa, he's overcoming this challenge. And it's beautiful. I think for the time, you know, we really need uplifting type films to watch. And so it sounds like a really uplifting, inspirational type film. Talk a little bit about some of the obstacles that you faced while you were trying to make this film. Um, well, the main obstacles were money. As we, you know, we already talked about, I went to finish the story. I went back to the Bulgaria with only $30,000 after paying the Indiegogo, the taxes, the fees. Uh, and I had to film tw about 22 scenes in 22 different locations. Um, person who has no background in filmmaking, only done one little short film with a drone, didn't go to filmmaking school. Um, literally all I had was a little movement that I created with people who somehow trusted this kid to make this film. Um, I convinced Panavision and Red Digital Cinema from Hollywood to give us camera for free. And, uh, and, uh, and lenses for worth like $150,000 for free to get this amazing Hollywood style, epic motion picture look, um, which is a whole different story. We can talk about how we convinced them to give that for free. But, uh, you know, and then I had to go there and show the whole thing. So it was like, we were like five, six people, the main crew. Uh, and then we had these mass scenes of people dancing in circles that I had to choreograph at the same time. I was the camera guy as well, the first AD in most of the films as well. So everybody was wearing multiple hats. During the week, I had to go do public speaking in these different municipalities, in this town, in that town, you know, to try to raise more money from whoever, you know, they can. And this was very challenging. It was also, I would say, the, one of the most inspirational thing I've ever witnessed, just to kind of see people when you start speaking about the film and the passion and that you want to use this to, to help the country, to wake up the world, the, the world and the country and the people. And all of a sudden you see the fire in their eyes, you see how you're winning them and they want to help because people want to be part of movements. People want to give back. People want to be part of something bigger than themselves that they can do in anything they can. And all of a sudden you have this group of passionate people, over 3000 people, donating or helping volunteering in anything they can from people who donate from $1, $2 to like thousands of dollars, some of them. Others who came, they heard from somewhere that we're making this film and they walked like eight years old 
old men walked like from the village whole day to be an extra in the film. Other people donated their skills. Other people donated like visual effects. We had like 90 very, you know, big visual effects for the film worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars. They donated them for free as, as, as work. So you see all these people coming from everywhere to make this epic film. Uh, so yeah, it was so challenging to be honest. If, if now thinking back, it was in 2016. Um, I don't, I don't even know how I did at that time because I was in this kind of survival mode. Just go and just do it. Just do it. You know, I tried to get money from anywhere I can. I put my credit card all in, you know, uh, in uh, to get some more loans. Uh, and then I was like, I'm going to pay it back whenever I can. I don't care. I just need to finish this film. Uh, and even the, the last scene was the worst scene, the biggest scene. We had explosions. I had only three takes because each take cost like 5000 uh, like, like $2,000. Uh, and... I had only three takes to do this huge, very long shot, like 50 second uninterrupted shot in one take, which was my dream about this scene. Uh, and then, you know, we didn't have any money for this last scene. And last time I went to my, my municipality, my hometown, I had this big, this big speech where I was very emotional and everybody was already and okay, let's give this kid, you know, 10,000 more levels. And that's how they helped me to do this scene. And, and that's when I saw politicians from different parties that are usually not liking each other they talking all you know bad things about each other on the media all of a sudden you see them like getting united around you know again this mission so what i what i witnessed in this whole process was so inspiring and that's that to me is the key to overcome any type of world problems we are facing right now in the world wow wow you know i hear you talk about a movement and then i hear you talk about how you rally people with your, you know, with your vision, you were able to get people to rally for you and mm -hmm. start giving you money because they saw your vision, they felt your vision, and they felt unified with that. And they wanted to help push that out so that not only their country, you know, not only your country in Bulgaria, but the rest of the world can have this inspiration and get this vision. What is this vision? What is your message with this film? Well, the film has many messages, like each scene that the kid is going through, he learns something. So we have these many messages, like the message about the importance of knowledge, about love, about oneness, how important it is for all to be equal, about connecting your body and mind, about overcoming, uh, you know, about, about overcoming struggles. But I would say the ultimate big message of the film is about overcoming fear. Um, as I said, the kid is facing a big challenge in the beginning. And he's a young boy, like eight years old. So he's, it's normal that he's going to be scared to death. Uh, so we see this transformation from this uh, unmotivated, scared kid ready to give up to, at the end, brave action, take, action taker, you know, ready to go get her everything that, you know, he, need, he wants to. So ultimately, we really hope that this film will help people to realize them that, you know, there's absolutely nothing. And I hope everybody remembers that. And I'm, I'm the proof making this film again, a guy who's never had a filmmaking experience, never had any audience, never created movement before, has no money, literally, absolutely no money, make this epic short Hollywood production uh, film with like minimum budget that you can achieve anything you set your mind to, any goal, whether it's health and wellness goal, whether it's a professional goal, life goal, whatever it is, you can do it as long as you just keep going and you know you don't you know give up. So 
this film hopefully will motivate billions or millions of people to kind of um, let them know that they can overcome their fears that even what's going on with the coronavirus right now and the pandemic, uh, you know, fear is everywhere. Everybody is, 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 is fearing what's going to happen tomorrow or, or on the next day. So I hope this film will help them kind of give them more inspiration, more hope for a better future and that they can take control over their health. They can take control over their life and that this virus will never uh, bring them anything back to them. So, yeah, that's the kind of the message of the film. I love that message. I think that's incredibly powerful and really, re really needed right now, you know, in the world. What, what's it been like to see people's reactions when they watch your film? And what, what, what have you seen after people get to, to witness your film? Um, well, first, I forgot to mention that the film is voiced over in 11 languages. We wanted to, uh, all the messages in the film, the whole story is very universal. We made it in a way so that everybody can relate their lives to the, uh, to the life of the, of the young boy, of the main hero. So what we did is we, the whole dialogue between the kid and his dead grandfather is in the kid's head. So we never see a speaking line. Um, and this dialogue, which is only, we, you, you see visuals and you hear this dialogue, we voiced over that and translated that into 11 different languages. I'm talking about English, Spanish, Mandarin, Japanese, Korean, Hindi, uh, German, Russian, Italian, Spanish, or say that Portuguese. So all the mostly, you know, the, the most like popular languages so that anybody can watch the film in their own language, they can experience their own language. And this has been, all these versions have been voiced over by, you know, top Hollywood uh, actors in Hollywood with the, with the kid and the grandpa so that we can reach, our goal is to reach 1 billion people. and. Last year, we had a big premiere, first in person in Bulgaria. It was a very emotional premiere in my hometown where the whole crew came, my family, everybody involved, about 300 people. So it was a very, very touching day. Uh, but I still didn't know how the world will react to the film until May 1st this year was the first kind of world premiere online where we got about, I would say, all the versions, the trailer, and, and the, the film itself close to like 4 million views. And I couldn't be happy with, with a great feedback we, we, we got from the film, not just from Bulgarians who obviously were very touched and, and can relate so much even more on a deeper level, but also to lots of Americans, lots of like English speak, speaking people from Germany, from Spain, from Portugal, from Asia, Asian people, they love the film because again, it's, it's a very universal topic so they can relate to, to most of the messages in the film. So, our goal is to unite the whole world in these difficult times with the film, all these versions, everybody to kind of get together and be like, hey, you know, at the end of the day, we are all humans and we all want the same thing. We all want to be healthy. We all want to be happy. And why should we fight over some, you know, things like re religious wars or other things going on in the world right now? So I hope the film can unite the whole world so uh, yeah, I would say I was, I'm, I'm very happy with the feedback we got so far. We got thousands of messages from people writing like personal messages and they're not just like messages. Oh, great film, blah, blah, you know, it was like long uh, monologues saying how the film touched them on a very deep level, how they changed their life. It inspired them. And I'm talking about non-Bulgarians, people from around the world. And that's when I'm just reading them and just tears are pouring down just because this is the reward for me after five years of working on the film while 
most of my friends were getting married, making kids, buying houses. I made a film. That was my baby pretty much. So uh, the rewarding at the end was very nice. Well, Stefan, I'm so proud of you for this endeavor because this has not been, this has not been just a weekend project for you. This has been several years in the making, right? And, 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 and the timing, I don't even think that that's a coincidence, right? I mean, there are no coincidences. When yeah. you started this film, it was 2016. You had no idea that the world was going to be in the place that it is now. How mm -hmm. perfectly timed is this? How divine is this film? I mean, I can't wait to watch it. I've had goosebumps the whole time that you've been talking. <laughs> and this is so needed in the world right now. And um, I feel like, you know, this was totally a divine calling for you. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm sending lots of blessings your way. I know that this is going to be something that's going to help change the world. And I can't wait to share it with our audience. Thank you so much. Yes. And, you know, the funny thing is when you finished filming in 2016, the film was ready 2019, but I had no idea actually when the post-production process was even harder because again, we finished all money and we, even though many people helped for free, we still needed some, some cash to finish the film. So it was very, very challenging times. And at the same time, I'm like, okay, when I should release it, I didn't know how, when I should wait for, for the film, for, for the best timing. And unfortunately this whole world pandemic happened, which was a terrible thing, but it was kind of, great timing for the film, as you said, because film is all about showing people how they can overcome fear and their challenges. So yes, it was great timing for the film to come with this, this time. And, and, and everybody who's seen it so far, most of them, uh, they, they are very grateful for the film. So yeah, timing Stephane, was good. We know, we know you're, a, you're a lifestyle coach and you work with people and you help them, you know, live inspired lives and change their lives. What's next for you? Do you have more films in, in the works? Or are you planning to do something else uh, on film? Well, there are a couple of projects I'm currently working on. Others I'm writing more scripts for feature films, live action again. I'm currently working on a, actually on a docu-series um, about the power of immune, our immune system, of human's immune system to uh, for disease prevention and for for longevity. Uh, I interviewed while here in Bulgaria, a couple of folks that are very interesting. I think it's gonna be for many people. There was this 96 year old guy who swims five kilometers every single day in the Black Sea in the morning during the summer and in the winter, he skis. I skied with him like this past December together and he's 96 years old. When I asked him, when was the last time you were you, you know, you were sick, you had a cold. He kind of looked in his smile and he was like, I don't remember. <laughs> like he's so, uh, you know, so amazing, so positive, so smart, so healthy. Again, 96 year old and he's going to probably live for sure over hundred, hopefully. Um, but his brain, like his memory is better than mine. And you doctor, and you know better than anybody how, how people have control over their health and wellness and how they can have great brain and great memory if they take the actions they need to. And it was very, to me, even like, you know, interviewing to learn everything that he's doing, what you eat, how you handle stress, what you do during the day, how you walk. He walks barefoot all the time. So he does a lot of grounding where he neutralizes his body. Obviously he's not on his phone at all. He has this 20 year old phone and he only has access only at night at nine o'clock or after nine. So 
that's what I'm working right now, making this docu series where I'm interviewing people like him who are very old and they're still amazingly feeling feel feel amazing. So that I think I hope people are gonna appreciate the advice they're gonna take from them and the inspiration. And also I'm interviewing uh, experts uh, in the immunity field as well um, that we can then create this docu series. So that's one of the projects. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That's super amazing. Very exciting. Absolutely. Um, Thank you. Is there is there anything else that uh, that we should talk about? How about, when is the release of the film? Okay, so we are doing um, a big launch uh, starting October, from October 6th, uh, where people are going to be able to watch the, the whole film for absolutely free. Um, so they can experience the film, they can watch it from the comfort of their home, from their phone, their laptops. I highly recommend if they have a big TV, they can connect their laptop to their TV so they can stream it there. So they can experience the film on the TV and even with nice speakers because the sound, we didn't talk much about the sound in the post-production, but George Trezov is the composer of the film who is a big, probably the biggest Bulgarian composer. And he's a Hollywood style composer. I call him the young uh, Hans Zimmer. That's how talented he is. So it's great for them to experience the film with nice uh, sound speakers. Uh, but people are gonna be able to watch the whole film for free. Uh, and people like you and other of our friends and partners, they're going to spread the word to their, uh, to their audience so that everybody can enjoy it and hopefully be inspired by the film. So, yeah. And thank you again, obviously, obviously for all the help and for being here. Oh my gosh. We're super excited to support you with this. Um, and we would love to have you back to you know talk with us about you know when you start your journey with your uh, documentary um on you know on longevity and on you know um you know, this one that you were talking about that would be really really great to uh, have you on and just you know see how see how it's going uh, absolutely hopefully it should be ready sometimes in the beginning of next year uh perhaps we can even interview you and um so yeah can talk about that next time. Uh, but yeah, I will, I'll be very honored to talk about that as well. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, for all of our viewers on Tribe Talk, definitely put this on your calendar. I know that Anne and the Modern Holistic Health team and myself, we're definitely putting this on the calendar. This is quality stuff that that is really going to be, you know, really inspiring. And I mean, Stefan's story is absolutely inspiring. And so, you know, if you're, if you're looking for something inspiring, definitely get this on your calendar and let's get the word out and let's share it with all of our friends and family, because we all need to be inspired. We all need to be unified and we all need to remember that we can take our power back. All it takes is a shift in our mindset to take our power back you know, not just as individuals, but as a collective, right? We're all connected. We are Absolutely. all each other. We're all reflections of one another. And, uh, and I feel like this film is going to bring a lot of that out uh, to the surface for, you know, to remind us, um, you know, as humans that, that we're all connected and we have so much more power if we just take it back. Thank you so much, Stefan. We will see you soon. And thank you, everyone. Thank you, for too, for your for your invitation again and for having me.
Absolutely. And thank you everyone for joining us and we, we will talk to you soon, Stefan. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Thank you.